You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. And the five seed is Ohio State taking on the 12 seed. Oh, wait. No, wait. All right. Yeah, we're moving on now. DFS. And there is no college basketball DFS anymore because the NCAA are extremely uh, hypocritical. <laughs> but that's, that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Yeah, I've said it before, Tony, but, you know, some of these conference college basketball games, and you see me, man. You know, it's like 1.30 in the morning. They got these kids playing on the strip at the Orleans Casino with the hookers and the Coke dealers. And, you know, it's all about the student athletes, of course. But, of course, we can't play fantasy sports on college basketball because that infects the integrity of the game, right? Oh, it's the craziest thing ever. I, I, th- I think about it all the time, man, when you talk about the the uh, the athletes, the, co- the student athletes there. You know, it's so crazy. Some of these guys, you know, back in the day when you're on a scholarship athlete, you can't have a job during uh, – uh, your season, and um, you know how can you go to the movies and every once in a while you got to find a rich girl on campus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. My my favorite was years ago the Oklahoma quarterback for the Suitors. He got a job at like a local uh, local car dealer, like in the summertime. Yeah, <laughs> Tony, they paid him like three thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so, problem. That was that's sort funny. of like the, that was a little loophole, right? To get yeah, him to go, yeah. it was like it's like no, he got a job, not three thousand an hour, but essentially. The kid was working at a car dealership in Norman, sitting in the back office all day, and he was taking home like two k a week. You know, you know they were like, "Crazy," because you can't. Crazy. Hey, listen, you can't tell a guy in a car dealer if that's what he's paying. That's what he's paying, right? But you know, <laughs> they, they yeah, I got a job. Hey, I got a job. Good job. Screw you. Why? But they basically said, "They said, does yeah. he pay? Does he pay every employee two k a week?" <laughs> like. No, not everyone is like uh, Lorenzo Wright or whoever uh, is that guy. I'll tell you what, though. Why does every uh, football team have a, a car salesman or car ownership, I mean, as a, uh, as a booster? Like, do they, do they seek these guys out? Yeah, so the coach can get a free ride. <laughs> That's true. It's true. All the, you know, all the, so the coach gets the nice, the nice Lexus, and then you know everyone else gets a Kia and stuff, the rest of the coaching staff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Are you fired up? You fired up for the tournament, even though it's not uh, DFS? I know you're going to be betting on this stuff. Yeah, I already got two wages in based on the show. If you guys missed any of the show, you can go and check that out on demand on YouTube if you want to watch it. Or you can get it on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I uh, put two bets in based on the show. Kansas, I'm giving the 14. I always give the huge numbers on the first round games. Like like back in the day when Duke was a 30-point favorite, I'd give it to 30. And I always went that way. And um, I'm also going over in the uh, College of Charlestown because all you guys spoke very highly of them in the Auburn game. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that one a lot. It's funny, too. We'll get to the DFS in one second. But I brought it up on the show, that Kansas game. Tony, it's the second lowest point spread um, in NCAA history for a one seed versus a 16. So I think you're almost getting value with it. Kansas are the real deal. Penn can hang around. I'm not in love with that game. I like the Auburn-Charleston game to go over the number a lot. I really like that South Dakota State uh, pick that I'm on, uh, plus eight. I think that number is going to come down uh, through the week. But let's uh, let's make some people some money tonight so they have some money to, to roll over and play. Uh, on a March of Madness, light night to tonight in the National Basketball Association. And 
It's a tough one tonight, Tony. It is and it isn't because I see a lot of value picks tonight, yes. in my opinion. A lot of value picks. That, man, there's only so many hours in a day, Tony. I've been capping college basketball all day. But, you know, I'm smart enough to know that C.J. McCollum is pretty cheap at 6600 bucks. I'm smart enough to know that Corey Brewer is pretty much a must-play at 3700 if he's going to be starting. Uh, Paul Gasol with a depleted uh, lineup. So I think there are a lot of angles to go with uh, tonight. Uh, as far as value is concerned, but only four games, Tony, and all pretty, uh, you know, ho-hum total, so to speak, in, in the mid-200s. Here's the problem is that you didn't even get all the guys. Like, there's a couple other guys, too. That's why I think you can get your superstars tonight. Kobe Simmons, right, is a guy that's played 36 minutes in his last contest from Memphis. Uh, he played um, 26, 28, 26 minutes. He's only at 3,900. He put up 17 fantasy points. You say, oh, man, what do I want? To-? Well, he shot two for 12. He's not going to shoot two for 12 again at 3,900. You can look at him. At 3,800, we're going to get playing time from Ben Adiabo tonight. Bam Adiabo. I love saying the name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you say it well. He had 3,800 bucks. Uh, I say it with emotion. He's going to get 20-plus minutes in the game tonight. And he, he, he's a guy in 20-plus minutes. He's like a, a fantasy point-per-minute player. Yeah, you're right, uh, Tony. You can cram in. You can, you can cram in two stars tonight. You're right. Yeah, I think you can afford two big names. So the question is, who are the big names that we go with? Because there's three of them, right? There's three at the top. So there's that's all there there's is three tonight. Three and a half, actually. <laughs> What, what, with Lillard? Is Lillard the yeah, half? Yeah, Lillard's the yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Lillard's the half. I mean, listen, I, I'm almost tired of hearing, well, Miami this, Miami that, whatever. At this price, he only needs 45 or so, right? He's going to get there. So let, let's start off uh, right now with the most expensive player on the board is Russell Westbrook at 11.6. Do you go with, you know, so how do you do this? If you have the three of them, you got, or three and a half, you got Westbrook at 11.6, Harden 10.7, uh, Greek Freak 10.8, Lillard, 9-3. So it seems to me that we go with Lillard and one of the others. So I'm actually going to go not play Lillard. I'm going to go Westbrook and Harden. Uh, Westbrook played Sacramento on February 26th. He put a 57.25 fantasy points. Uh, in that game, he only shot 4 of 14, 28% from the field, 1 for 6 in the three-point line. I expect him to go over 60 tonight. Harden didn't play last night, and that was one of those games like there's no way in hell Dallas is ever going to beat us. And he'll be ready to go tonight. And James Harden doesn't come off the court until James Harden decides to come off the court. I look for sixty plus from him tonight. So it's, gonna... it's not it's not it's not a usual night, Tony, when you get an opportunity to get Westbrook and Harden in your lineup. Yeah, it's, it's not crazy. not easy to do. Not easy to no, do. No, yeah, you just can't do it. So based on those two guys, I'm figuring I'm going to get one twenty. Do I think Damon? I would play Damon Lillard over Anacumbo tonight. Yeah, but my deal is. I could play Lillard at 9-3, or I could play McCollum at 6-6, six, six, and McCollum's been on a little bit of a run. He's such a streaky player, Tony, uh, McCollum. He's either a cold, and he was hot, then he sort of slowed down a little bit, but you know he's routinely putting up 38 points or more, more in fantasy purposes, 53, 38, 36, uh, 40. Uh, at, at 66, I think he's pretty attractive tonight. Oh, he, he certainly is. I mean, he just broke it down right there, right? So he hasn't been less than six times the value uh, since February 27th, five games ago. He's been five consecutive games. He's gone over that 36 total. So um, you throw him in there, and, he could, and you can be uh, fired up about it. So you have to decide whether you're going to go Westbrook, Harden, or you could go like Lillard, McCollum, and grab one of those guys in there and try to go the balanced approach. All right, so so far I've got uh, my point guard is C.J. McCollum. 
All right, so I'm, I'm spending the 66. Then we've got uh, James Harden. So um, let, let's just go through a couple of the other uh, players here. So it's uh, Westbrook, Lillard, Chris Paul. Um, well, Evans is out uh, tonight. Um, so that, that opens up some value opportunities uh, for us that we can get to. Eric Bledsoe has been playing some real good fantasy yeah. basketball at $6,800. I think that's a pretty good price, too. Yeah, Dilly Roto actually has him as the number one uh, point guard tonight. Here's the problem I have with Bledsoe, and he has been playing good basketball, and I use him. There are games, like the last two games against New York and Houston, two teams that are not great defensively. He's put up 28 and 25, and before that he put up 40, 41, 40, three in a row, right? And, and, and the thing is, he put up 40 in a game in which his team only scored 89 points, which is yeah, funny. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and what happens here is sometimes Chris Middleton takes over that role of bringing the ball up to court and, and taking over the game, and Bledsoe gets lost, and that's what happened the last two games. So you're scared of him tonight, but uh, so Daily Roto was saying he's a play. He catches yeah, my eye. He's the one point guy. At 6,800 bucks, he's hard to keep out of your lineup tonight. Well, you could go 6,800. Think about it. If you go with the ballast approach, and I'll do this by the end of the show, I'll, I'll give you another lineup uh, without with the, without the big hitters in there uh, and see what it comes out like. Like you could go Bledsoe at point guard. You could go McCollum at the two guard. You could go Damon Lillard at the, uh, the other guard and, and go there and give a balanced approach to your lineup. Yeah, so far, I've got McCollum, Harden, and uh, Bledsoe. So looking at the small forward position, uh, Greek Freak uh, lit Memphis up in the past. Uh, do you like him tonight? I, I do. I mean, he's, he's going to put up 50, right? He's going to put up 50-plus. He's going to put it right around 50. The only concern I have is they play slow, and they stink, Memphis. Um, they are an eight-point favorite, uh, Milwaukee on the road in this one. Um, Gasol has a good matchup, and hopefully he can score enough to keep uh, – to keep them in this game because then you want Giannis to uh, uh, to light it up in there. The only, I mean, it is the lowest total, but you're right. There's not a lot of high totals tonight uh, in this game. The lowest total is 206. The highest total uh, we got is at 212. I mentioned Corey Brewer. Um, is this, you know, look, he's, he's got 45 DK points in his last two games. Some, we talk about this, Tony. Sometimes, sometimes minutes don't automatically produce uh, fantasy production. Um, are you scared of Brewer? But he's so damn cheap at $3,700 in a nice spot uh, tonight against Sacramento. Now, I played him in the game against uh, Phoenix, and he put up 25.5 points. He'll take that every time, right? You put up the points there. And he's played at least 23 minutes in each of those contests. So at 3700 bucks, he's worthy of play. We've mentioned four or five guys now uh, that are worthy of a play at that price. So I think he fits right in there. I think he's an opportunity that even if they blow out Sacramento, he'll stay on the court and he'll get some playing time. All right. I'm having a hard time here, Tony, though. I've got McCollum, Harden, Brewer, Bledsoe, and a Greek freak, but I only have $3,800 left per player, and I got three players to fill up. So I'm going to have to downgrade here a bit. That's that's what happens, you know. In America, we lived high off the hog for a long time, <laughs> yeah. and, and then we've had a downsize recently. You know, that's why I'm a Bernie. Jobs. No, that's why I'm a Bernie Sanders fan. Like if Bernie <laughs> Bernie was president, there'd be no salary cap on DraftKings. Why why can't why why can't I draft who I want? Yeah, this is this America. I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I do? I keep I I I, uh, I still have uh, college loans I'm paying off. And I keep deferring, hoping ban- Bernie becomes the president. I keep deferring. <laughs> and someday that Bernie will become the president. I think it's a sound strategy. Or there's a big fire one day. <laughs> 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 you know? 
who knew old days? You know, you and I were long, uh, you know, you and I were around long enough that you know there used to be files and stuff, right? I remember yeah, like yeah, in yeah. high school thinking. Man, I got to get my file out of there. I got to like, I got to burn those papers. Like now, you can't burn anything now. You know what I mean? Everything's, everything, everything's digitized, man. I had a guy that did my taxes one time in the uh, late '80s, and I made a, a score at the racetrack. I had a super factor, right? And so I said, "Do I have to file this on my taxes?" He goes, "I'll be honest with you. It, there's a little uh, corner that the cabinet can. They all go in there, and it's about fifty-fifty whether someone finds it." If I were you, I'd take that chance. <laughs> <laughs> and they never found it. Of course. Okay, so uh, looking at the power forward slash center uh, position here, uh, white side's out for Miami tonight. So I'm going to go with the – Bam comes in. Yeah, so you're looking at Bam more so than Kelly uh, Kelly Olenek here. No, I think Kelly, Kelly Olenek's going to play, but if you're looking for a $3,800 flyer – uh, I think Bam comes in uh, big time there. Now, Kelly Olnick. Uh, nice play at 56. He's putting up 56. nice numbers. He, he, in this game, he, I think he gets right around. He's going to need 30, 30, 33 fantasy points. We're going to get right around that number uh, from him. But I like Bam better. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to put him in right now. 38 to So it gives me $4,800 a player left. So not too bad. I got McCollum, Harden, Brewer. Bam. I got a $4,700 player in my lineup. I got Trevor Reeser at $4,700. I'm a big Trevor Reeser fan in real life. Um, I like him. Um, Coming off three about, fantasy points in his last what, game in 34 minutes. You know, looking at Memphis, Dylan Brooks, $4,900 tonight. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. He's, he's, been, he's been delivering, Tony, on a nightly basis. Value, yeah. value, value. The guy can shoot, right? So when he's on, he and he keeps shooting, though. He isn't shy. So even when he's not uh, hitting a big number there. But now he's at 4,900. So we're going to have to get uh, tw- 24 fantasy points from Dylan Brooks tonight. And you look at what he's done. That price, it was a lot better when we were getting him at 3,800. He's at 2,722 and 39 against the Bulls, 26. So three Games. He's it's been a light, at the number, and he blew away the number one game. It's a light spot, though, tonight, Tony, here. Like, where, where, where do we go then? Let's say, like, for, for a decent price, you got Murray and Anderson. It's like pick your poison there with San Antonio. De'Aaron Fox, I don't really trust at 54. Richardson, McLemore, I'm not really in love with. It seems like Dylan Brooks in that price range. And, you know, Eddie, what about Eric Gordon? You know, Harden's back, but what about Eric Gordon? See, that's the problem with Harden back. All of a sudden, now Gordon goes to becoming the third wheel, and a lot of times we just get a we get a good performance, and we don't get a superior performance. I was hoping tonight, you know, I was thinking when they gave James Harden the night off, I was hoping tonight we were going to see uh, Chris Paul get the night off, and then we were going to be able to jump all over that, but uh, that didn't occur. It looks like uh, everyone's going to play uh, for them tonight. I'll tell you who I like tonight on San Antonio. Is Paul Gasol? No, yes, Lamarcus sir. Aldridge tonight, right? Yeah. Every time there's no Lamarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol puts up double-digit fantasy points. I mean, double-digit rebounds and double-digit points. Uh, I think tonight he's almost a must-play at fifty-seven hundred bucks. Throw him in your center position. Don't worry about it. I just did, and it leaves me thirty-eight hundred dollars for a forward right now. Thirty-eight. 30, so, so I've got McCollum. I'm just doing this lineup as we speak. It's sort of like I like doing it. it's the show lineup, right? We'll see how it does here. So. I've got McCollum, Harden, Brewer, Bam Abadeo, Paul yep. Gasol, Dylan Brooks, 
Greek freak in my utility spot. I mean, I could bounce to the Greek freak and sort of fill out the forward here. But looking at the $3,800 uh, uh, forward, I could get Evan Turner, $3,800. Uh, let's see. Devontae Davis is an intriguing player at times, but too inconsistent. Uh, Grant. Grant gets his, Grant gets some minutes. He could get some minutes tonight. The only guys that I have at the forward position at $3,800 or less is um, Joffrey Levine could get playing time without um, the LaMarcus Aldridge in the lineup tonight. What about Zach Collins? I know it's a risk of it, you know. 36. He, he could come in with 1920, Tony. He could, but it's a risk, as you said. Life's a risk. <laughs> well, all right, we'll figure it out on the other side. We'll get to Tony's lineup. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. OJ Simpson, if I did it, we're going to be in, we're going to be in Vegas. I better watch out, Tony. I don't want to get stabbed down there. You know what? It's crazy. Is that uh, why would he do an interview if I did it? Well, if I did it, I would have to hide the clothes. Like, I would think that he needed the money. Maybe. Other than that, I don't know. But when you get when you when you kill two people and you're not guilty, you probably got a pretty good confidence flowing at that point, right? You're gonna just you can't be tried for it again, right? Yeah, I almost want his March Madness picks. You guys, like you said, he's he's a, he's a pretty lucky guy, right? I mean, I'll never forget that. I was going inside of a restaurant when they announced the verdict was going to be read, and I came out and I found out he was not guilty. And initially, I said, those have to be 12 of the dumbest people ever in the, on earth in the same room. How do you put 12 dumb people in the same room? The same, I don't know, man, look. Casey Anthony got off. Oh, that was George, here in Florida. George Zimmerman, yeah, Orlando. They're not, George they're not Zimmerman the smartest. Was in not, the, too. not the smartest jurors, in my opinion. No, no. But uh, you know what's crazy, Tony? I lived, I lived in L.A. in those days. All right, Journey OJ yeah. stuff. Really? So yeah, and I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. So I was actually, <laughs> I was actually you cheering them on. With no, the I was. Bronco, you out there I, this sign? Yeah, no, I was basically like, man, leave him alone. He didn't do this. Like, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, I, I actually was one of the people at first was like, no, man, OJ didn't do this. Like, you know, it's, it's, a, mis- <laughs> it's a misunderstanding. But once the trial started, as you stated, yeah, you, you know, it was it was pretty damn obvious, despite Johnny Cochran's dog and pony show. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit, right? Yes, yes. You know, so... Man. 
It was all Mark Furman, right? The cop Mark yeah. Furman was proven to be a racist. The, the, yeah. the jury, after the Rodney King stuff, the jury pretty much, I saw this special with the jurors recently. They said, we were going to vote not guilty no matter what. <laughs> like, it was basically, <laughs> like, basically like six of them on the jury pool had their mind made up. I don't like the LAPD. I don't care if he did it, you know. But, um, so yeah, so I was living in L.A., Tony, and, I got a T-shirt, okay, and it was a picture of O.J. Simpson in the mugshot. Yeah. And on the back, it said, pray for O.J. <laughs> <laughs> what the? So I was wearing this T-shirt, Tony, in, yeah. a gro- in a grocery store in, like, downtown Los Angeles. I'm in a grocery store in Hollywood, actually. And, man, like, all these, like, women and stuff. Like, I'm getting, like, really dirty looks, dude, right? Like, and I didn't know why. I'm like, so I'm sort of like... I'm like, what the F are you looking at? Like I said, by the end of me getting out of the store, I was sort of hostile. I was like, man, what a bunch of jerks in that store, man. Everyone's like, I don't know. I wonder what the deal with that is. <laughs> and then and then some, someone came up to me with the shirt, and they were like, you disgust me. <laughs> and I was like, what, what? And it was like, because it said pray for OJ. But this was this was actually before the trial started. So he was busted, but it wasn't, you know, we didn't yeah. see, like, the DNA evidence and everything. <laughs> right. So you, you, were, uh, you were on O.J.'s side right after leading to the uh, jury. Well, only after, yeah, yeah. Once, once, once the evidence started to come out, I started to realize that, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't good for O.J. Okay, so. <laughs> um, do, you believe he had a, do you believe he had a helper? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. Some people think this kid did it. Yeah, I but, think that's uh, the conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I think he did it. All right. So, uh, not OJ, CJ McCollum. <laughs> OJ McCollum, um, James Harden, Corey Brewer, Bam Adebayo, uh, Pau Gasol, Dylan Brooks. I've got fourteen six left. I took the Greek freak out just so I can get a little bit of a better forward uh, here. All right, let's let's get a better forward. Uh, all right, so you know what? Is it crazy to play McCollum and Lillard tonight? No, not at all. All right, so if I go Lillard nine three, leaves me five three right now for a forward. Five which, three. Oh, I I got a perfect forward for you. Five. So three. I I could get Richardson, Mclemore, Buddy Heald. I was sort of taking a Buddy look at Heald tonight. Buddy Heald is the guy I have in my lineup. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at Buddy Heald. I had him in my original lineup actually that I reshuffled. Right. It's it's Buddy Heald or Richardson at that point. And I went with healed. Richardson's more consistent. Yeah, but he doesn't have a big game. Buddy's coming off 33 fantasy points in Denver. He shot 8 for 15. He went 0 for 8 against <laughs> Orlando. That's he why he had the 9. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 7 for 18. He went uh, 30 fantasy points. I just get... I, you're right. He put up he put up he put up 39 fantasy points when he played the Thunder last time. Eight for 13 shooting. Yeah. Maybe it's a good matchup for him. Go, go Buddy. I mean, he's not. I don't know. Like, he's not yeah. gonna let you down. You know who Buddy Heald reminds me of, and they went to the same school actually. It's this Trey Young kid. Really? People, oh yeah. People like uh, Buddy Heald is a really good shooter, Tony. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He's. A, you know, I know he's over body, but, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he's. To me, Buddy Heald's is you know, essentially in a couple of years. Buddy Heald will be on a good team, and he'll be a three-point specialist. He'll be a Jamal Crawford type. He'll be around forever, and he'll have an impact down the road. 
I think being on Sacramento is sort of like being on a Cleveland Browns. It's kind of impossible to thrive. Like, you know, if De'Aaron Fox, like, was in Kyle Anderson's situation on San Antonio, his life would be better. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just sort of where you end up. But I think he's good, Buddy Heald. I'm just, I'm torn, you know, Tony. I, I, I had Buddy Heald earlier, but I look at Richardson's numbers, and they're a little bit more consistent. Yeah, I went with Heald. I got to go with Richardson. I got to go against you. Sorry, Tony. That's all right. You know, at the end I'll of the day. I put my foot down. We both could get paid. Okay, I'm putting the lineup in. C.J. McCollum, James Harden, Corey Bruder, Bam, Paul Gasol, Dylan Brooks, Richardson, Damian Lillard. I like it. Remember the Bam guy from OxyClean that uh, killed himself on the uh, airplane? He hit his head and then died. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, The infomercial guy? (laughs) You'd be a good infomercial guy. I appreciate that. I could see doing the Kleenex wipes or something like that. Following Cam, I follow Cam Stewart around. You need OxyClean. If you go deep into the bag, your hands never know what they're going to sneak into. Have OxyClean. 1-800-434-6253. 1-800-4234-6253. OxyClean. Like that, you could be you, Gabe. Remember the poor guy, man. Uh, remember the poor guy. He got, yeah, he opened up the luggage and, like, luggage yeah. hit his head, but... It also turned out that he had a lot of cocaine in his system, Tony, before he got on the plane. <laughs> so I think it had more to do with a heart attack. But Billy Mays here. Remember he says, come out. Yes. Billy Mays here. I've got some awesome tape right here. This is the best damn thing. Yeah, Billy Mays. You know, Tony, I did a TV show years ago. I was on uh, Game TV, okay? Yeah. So it's like the Game Show Network. Yeah. I had a great lead in, man. Like, I used to come on after, like, Australian gladiators. Like, they were too cheap. They didn't even have, like, American gladiators. It was like... Australian gladiators, but so Billy Mays was like my main sponsor. <laughs> so, really? He's yeah. The guy gets, yeah. yeah. So when Billy Mays died, I was sort of like, oh man, that sucks. Like this guy's been keeping me in business for the last two years, essentially. He's like my only sponsor on my TV show. <laughs> I, I, and then I found out that uh, Billy uh, paid for the contract for the full year. Oh. So, yeah, even though Billy uh, Billy passed away, <laughs> Billy passed away, the ads ran because they were paid for. And, you know, that's the way Billy would have wanted it, uh, Tony. You know what I mean? That's like, exactly it. Yeah, like he would have been like, you're damn right you run those ads. And, yeah, you sell that merchandise. You know what I that's mean? That's it. Here's my lineup in memory of Billy tonight. James Harden, 10700 bucks. Kobe Simmons, 3900 against Milwaukee. Uh, Josh Johnson, 4400 bucks tonight against Portland. Bam, 3800 bucks. Paul Gasol at the center, 5700 Russell Westbrook, 11600 So I have Harden and Westbrook. Trevor Reese at 4700 And Buddy Heald at 5100 All right, let's put together a new lineup, uh, Tony. Let's put together a new one. Let's go I've with Westbrook. N- let's go with I've Westbrook, got, though. I've got NHL, too, uh, a little later in the show. All right, you good. know why? we got to win. You like the NHL tonight? You feel it? There's a lot of games tonight. But I like it. You know what? It's crazy about the NHL. I like a game that other people don't love tonight, and it's the Columbus Jackets tonight. All right. So looking at the National Hockey League board, full slate of games tonight. Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. Carolina minus 145. Total is six there. Montreal Canadiens. Columbus Blue Jackets. Minus 230, Tony. Yeah. Give the goal and a half. That's plus 130. Yeah. Big game tonight in Philadelphia. Vegas Golden Knights and Philadelphia. VGS. V- 
VGS there, Dynamite. Winnipeg, Winnipeg and Washington, another big-time matchup there. A lot of high totals tonight in the NHL. Huh? We got Ottawa, Florida's a six. Winnipeg, Washington's a six. Uh, Vegas, you seem excited uh, to get to the NHL. So uh, I bet the only game tonight that, 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 with a five total to go under, too. I bet Anaheim, St. Louis on the under, I bet, tonight. Uh, let's go. I'll give people a start in goalies. All right, so uh, tonight we've got uh, Hellebuck and Grubauer. Jets and Capitals, Hellebuck and Grubauer. Uh, Mazarek and uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Scott Darling and uh, Georgiev. Scott Darling and uh, Georgiev. So Rangers uh, got a backup. Scott Darling going. Charlie Lindgren has just uh, he's been a disaster, uh, Tony. Lindgren allowed <laughs> five five goals. I like where you're going here with uh, and it's Bobrovsky for Columbus. Lindgren allowed five goals on 32 shots, and the Canadians lost to Florida on Thursday. Struggle last week, allowing combined 11 goals on 65 shots. Uh, tonight he faces a Blue Jackets team that's riding a four-game win streak and averaging four goals per game in that span. There you have yeah. it. I like where you're going with this, Tony. So is Bobrovsky your starting goalie tonight? Uh, no, I'm going with um, I'm going with actually with Scotty uh, Darling. Scott Darling. Huh? See, that's a name that even you can't screw up. <laughs> that's, that, that makes it easy for me. <laughs> Scott, Scott Darling. Um, all right, Craig Anderson versus Roberto Luongo. Uh, Jake Allen versus John Gibson. And uh, Anders Nilsson versus uh, Jonathan Quick. And we got Jimmy Howard versus Marty Jones uh, tonight. Here's my lineup tonight. At center, I am going with Pierre-Luc Dubot. How's that one for Canadian? Victor Rask, 3200 bucks. And then uh, at the wing position for 6600 I'm going Cam Atkinson. And yep. then this one is very tough. This one, Jacob Silverberg, uh, but he doesn't have an E in there somewhere. He's missing. Uh, Dubinsky at 3100 bucks. Brandon Dubinsky. Uh, we're going with Brett Burns and Eric Carlson, of course, at defense. Darling's my goalie in Skinner, $5,300. So I have some Carolina Hurricanes throughout my lineup and a couple of Columbus players as well. All right. Uh, to recap, the NBA lineup that we put together a couple of minutes ago was C.J. McCollum, James Harden, Corey Brewer, Bam Adebedeo, uh, Pau Gasol. I'm just going to call him Bam from now on. Yeah, Bam. <laughs> uh, uh, Dylan Brooks, Josh Richardson, and Damian Lillard. But I want to put together another lineup, Tony. I'm going to put Westbrook in this one. I'm going to go Bledsoe as well. I'm not going to mess with the daily uh, Roto Optimizer. If they're saying that uh, Bledsoe's the number one uh, guard, let's go with Bledsoe then. Let's go guard play. heavy. I'm going to go guard heavy here. I'm going to throw in, let's see if I can double, let's see, uh, Two hundred and twenty-two dollar entry. That's not the one I want to enter. Um, you don't want. You don't want two twenty-two. I would if I had a couple of more dollars. How about this one? Twelve dollar entry. Single entry. Yeah, twelve dollars, three thousand dollars. I don't know. My whole deal is though, if I have a really big night, I kind of want to hit it bigger. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You know, do I want to get a check for twelve hundred bucks or one hundred twenty thousand? Which ones are you playing in? Which ones are you playing in? I'm in the $33 triple threats tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see that one. And that's a $2,500 victory in the smaller one. In the the bigger one, I believe it's $5,000. You know what? I'll get into the sharpshooter here at $3. You're a sharpshooter. I mix it up. I'm going to play a little higher one uh, after, but. uh, Have you ever been called a sharpshooter? I'm putting this lineup together. no, I went to, you know, it's funny, in March Madness, uh, we, me and Cam were in uh, Vegas years ago, like we're going to be in a couple of days for March Madness, and we went to a gun range, 
And, uh, yeah, don't believe, like, the hype about how, you know, they're very responsible at gun ranges and stuff. Cause they're, <laughs> they're not. Like, we were drunken on other things, basically. <laughs> no problem, Tony. They gave us, hey, here you go, guys. You know what I mean? It was like, bang, like, yeah, like, yeah essentially, like, even I had a comment. That I was like, you know, I reek of booze, man. Like, I literally was drinking in the parking lot before I went in. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but anyways, yeah, we were at the gun that's range. Why, that's why we, I'm not a gun owner because as soon as I heard like a, a noise in my house, I would shoot somebody. <laughs> and God forbid, it's like your kids or the dog or something. Yeah, you know he shot I mean? your cat by accident. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, I'd be like that wheelchair guy out in Italy. <laughs> so you like this? So we went to the firing range and. Uh, we actually put um, a big Duke logo at the firing range, oh, and we were boy. shooting bullets at a Duke Blue Devil logo. And everyone, everyone in the range thought it was great. They were like, "Oh, that's great, man!" Because <laughs> yeah, at the time it was trendy to shoot at Bin Laden, so like we were shooting. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah, no, in Vegas, yeah, they had like Bin Laden up on the targets. You know what I mean? So we're yeah. shooting it. We're shooting at Bin Laden. Cam was pretty good, man. Cam hit Bin Laden in the throat. Like Cam, like baby, he got him a couple of times. I put a couple in his chest, but no, I wasn't a sharpshooter, Tony. Like I was so bad. There were a couple of times like I missed the entire target, and like I see, sort of hear and see the bullet like hitting the wall. Like I even asked him. I said, you know, there's a parking lot on the other side of that. I said, I'm hitting that one. <laughs> I told the guy, I was like, you know, I'm missing the target. I'm hitting the wall a lot. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> He said, don't worry about it. Yeah, imagine, like, some, you know, like some ladies parking her car in that parking lot, dude. People are firing off Glocks on the other side of that wall. Oh, what is going on with this country? God bless Vegas, huh? <laughs> all right, so, uh, all right, so I'm going, I'm going Westbrook. I'm going Bledsoe. So I got Westbrook, Bledsoe. All right, small forward, small forward. Who do who do we who do we taking a look at here? Small, small forward. forward on the cheap is James Johnson at forty four hundred and Davis Bertans at forty two hundred. Yeah, I like Johnson in this spot tonight. I'll go with Johnson. Um, you know what's too bad is Justice Winslow's prices through the roof now, huh? Yeah, we were on Justice a couple times, and um, he's now up to forty fifty four hundred in tonight's action. Um, Justice Winslow has put up games of 22, 27, 25, coming off that 43 against Phoenix where everyone gets, you know, looks good against Phoenix. All right, so I've got Westbrook, Bledsoe, Johnson, Greek Freak. Uh, the value at center, you liked uh, Bam. I already have Bam, so i got to I like Bam and with. Paul Gasol. Oh, you know, yeah, Paul Gasol as well. How about a guy we didn't talk about at $4,800 uh, tonight? How about uh, Costa Kufus tonight? Now, Costa Kufus to Kufus. He has actually been playing pretty well with Willie Cauley Stein out. Yeah. Uh, but they, sometimes we have Zach Randolph that takes over. Um, I would not play him. He has too many games in the under 20s. $4,800. Yeah, I want to play him, Tony. <laughs> we'll hit it on the other side. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. 
NFL news, actually, Tony, huh? Oh, NFL fast. What, what did I miss in the last couple hours? Did I hear that uh, A.J. McCarron, Denver Broncos? Uh, are you feeling uh, You know what's crazy? You're a guy that likes him, though, right? I do. He hasn't got a lot of playing time, and yet he's uh, get treated uh, like he's the next thing. And the, the Vikings are trying to lure Drew Brees away. Now, what's the deal? So, uh, what, AJ McCarron's it, not official. It's not, but he's been linked with the Broncos. Is this? Yeah. It? So, NFL.com's Ian Rappaport reports free agent AJ McCarron could be an option for the Broncos. If the Broncos miss out on Kirk Cousins, McCarron overlapped the Broncos with Vance Joseph two years in Cincinnati, and the Globe has positioned Buffalo as a potential Lynn spot for the soon-to-be ex-Bengal. I see a headline here in the Bills blog: Signing AJ McCarron will be a monumental mistake for the Buffalo Bills. The thing is. You go from, you know, Tyrod Taylor's, A.J. McCarron, better. He can throw the ball better. He's got a better arm. It's a, it's a gamble if you're the Buffalo Bills. I don't have a problem with it, though. If you bring in McCarron, what I find interesting is the news that the Vikings are going to make an offer to Drew Brees. And, yeah. you know, so I thought they were – I thought it was all but a done deal. They were going to sign Kirk Cousins. I don't know. I guess we'll let this stuff play out. I think that maybe they're trying to uh, get Kirk. Uh, that maybe this could be bargaining on Kirk. I don't think there's any chance that Drew Brees leaves New That's Orleans. A good point. But, but uh, you could try to you know squeeze him for a couple bucks here. And the Saints, though, the one thing with the Saints that could be interesting, the Saints, uh, people aren't aware of this. Tom Benson, the owner of the Saints, has been in the hospital for three weeks with the flu, and he was a little loopy before that. And there's a battle going on between his younger wife and the family on who Shocking. has control. Yeah, who has the control of the Pelicans and the Saints. So maybe that's tying up the Drew Brees thing. And Drew Brees says, you know what? I better have an alternative just in case this thing uh, gets lost. Yeah, maybe suddenly if you're dealing with the crazy wife, right? I'm not giving this guy $200 million exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good point. Um, I can tell you stories about Benson that I've heard from uh, – that I've heard uh, from – from Kyle Turley. So, so they had a Bengals. I don't know. The Bengals and the Bills are buddies now, Tony, because the Bengals got the Bills into the playoffs, right? So I see they've, they've yes. made a deal. I don't know, dude. I'm a Bills fan. They're extremely unpredictable, dude. They're, they are aggressive, but you never really know what they're going to do. I'm not buying in this A.J. McCarron stuff to Cincinnati. I think, the, listen, the Bills have a million draft picks, Tony. You know, so uh, now they get Cincinnati's 12th overall pick. The Bengals acquire a fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick, and they get uh, they get Cordy Glenn as well. So now the Bills, Tony, have the 12th pick, the 21st pick, and the 22nd pick in the first round. They're getting a quarterback out of those three people. There's no way in hell they don't. I'm still trying to figure out who is the guy. There's one team in the NFL that has Lamar Jackson as their number two quarterback on the board. Now, it's probably like Green Bay or New England, somebody that has a quarterback. But if it isn't, I, I wonder who that team is. I hope it's the Bills. I think he's a perfect fit for the Bills. Um, I keep hearing, although you never really know it to be true, but um, Lamar Jackson to the Bengals. I've heard the Bengals like him a lot. Listen, the Bills, the Bills were high on him. The Bills were high on him. They spent a lot of time. And I think this is coming from Lamar Jackson uh, because – Lamar Jackson was asked, you know, if you have a feeling, who did it go best with? You know what I mean? Who did you who did you think when you walked away that you thought, you know, hey, that, that went pretty well? And he didn't hesitate in a couple of interviews. He said the Bills. He said, I had a real good meeting with the Bills, and they seemed to like me. And I'm sure the Bills love that, that he's telling people this, right? <laughs> he's yeah. sharing that with everyone. 
you know, I, I don't know. I've heard the Bills are in love with Josh Rosen. So Josh Rosen is not going to be there at 12. So I don't know, Tony. Maybe now they have the 12th pick and they're going to try to flip, you know, to get into the top five to get one of these quarterbacks. Because I've heard Josh Rosen, Mason Rudolph, and Lamar Jackson. So, and Mason Rudolph's not really a top-tier, first-round type thing. I wouldn't be shocked if they went with Lamar Jackson at the quarterback position in Buffalo. I really wouldn't. It's going to be interesting that if the Giants flip out of that number two spot, if Saquon Barkley goes number one, I could see the Giants being in a position uh, to go ahead and trade out and try to take as many picks as possible for a team that's looking for a quarterback. That's the thing with the Giants. What's the Giants' game plan, Tony, moving forward? Do they actually believe that Eli Manning is the quarterback for a couple of more years? So, it, I mean, it, it's you can't leave Josh Rosen on the table if you're the New York Giants, in my opinion. I'm a like, guy. You, you, you have to take him. And this way, you don't even have to rush him out there. Eli has his swan song this year, and then Rosen takes over. But here's the, here's the facts, though. Here are the facts. And, and this, it takes a while to get there because the play was so bad last year. Eli Manning, when you watch the New York Giants, was terrible last year. And I was one of the guys that said, you know what, he's all done. He's, he's done. He can't play anymore. But when Odell Beckham Jr. is in the offense, I mean, that's a top 10 offense. I think it's the he same could, quarterback. Yeah, I think he could still play, but the writing's on the wall. It's almost like the Peyton situation. You know, there's a year or two left in this guy. He's aging quickly right now. Another thing is, too, you know, like how a guy like Brett Favre, uh, Tony, like he wanted to play yeah. forever. Eli Manning's not a workout fiend. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> like, Eli Manning's not like, I want to play for another eight years. Like, Brady, I'm going to play till I'm 47, man. Screw everyone. I'm doing this weird triangle, you know, zen yoga. and You know what I mean? Holistic yeah. stuff. Eli Manning's not doing that. You know, Eli Manning, he's got a yeah. year or two left, so do you want to wait? To me, Josh Rosen is a franchise-defining quarterback, Tony. That Coming from UCLA, he has the personality to handle the New York market, and I think he's the perfect fit uh, to, to replace Eli Manning. I really do. And you don't even have to force him on the field right away. Yeah, it would shock me if, if all the, – the quarterbacks, though, in a hole to me – seem like they're very overrated. Like every year the quarterbacks go early, whether they're, they're quality or not. But it wouldn't shock me if none of these guys ended up being a t- top 10 quarterback in the next five years. I can't disagree. Yet you can't miss out on these guys either, right? I mean, well, look, you can't in, miss hi- out, but if but in think- hindsight, Tony, look, in hindsight, Hugh Jackson could have gotten yeah. Carson Wentz. Right, and, and he said, "No, nah, I don't really like this guy." And you yeah. know, he played at North Dakota State, and we like the kid from USC, Kessler, in the fourth round. They said, "Why? Why do we need to take this Carson Wentz kid? Well, you can get Kessler. How'd that work out?" You know, well, let's let's take it another way, though. Say that uh, Carr or James Winston doesn't work out. These two guys have been here three or four years. Their teams are around five hundred. What if they don't get any better? Yeah, I think Carr, I think Winston is who he is. I think Winston, he's not a bust. He's not bad. He's not good. He's just there. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just sort of there. Mariota shows flashes. I, you know, I don't know where Mariota's Bortles career is going. The third quarterback in the draft. There's I mean, a lot, you one, know. One game did, within the Super Bowl. But. Did, did Jacksonville make a mistake re-signing no. Bortles? 
I don't think so because you think they oh we have a good thing going why rock the boat type thing it was a, it was a cap friendly deal and what they did in Jacksonville is they realized Jalen it Ramsey's was cap a free friendly. agent yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey's a free agent next year and they have one other guy uh, one of the top defense players a free agent next year and they said there's and no Bortles, way Bortles sort of you by Tony by him taking his deal I think Bortles knew. There's not a massive market for me. I got to take this money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. He would have got. He would have got a competition for a job. Like I told people all the time in Jacksonville, you better be careful what comes in here next. Like I, I think this guy's uh, closer to the you know number twenty quarterback than he is after the thirty-two. Uh, but uh, he's a guy that they get cap friendly. I think they could actually pick a quarterback. It wouldn't surprise me if he hung there early in the second round that uh, Lamar Jackson gets picked by Jacksonville and he sits on the bench for a year. If you were the Chargers, would you draft a quarterback now? And they gotta get he's gonna be thirty eight years old. They better start thinking about it. All I'm just saying if there's six, yeah, if there's six or seven, eight quarterbacks out there, Tony. I mean you've yeah. got some people think six quarterbacks could be taken in the first round this year. You're starting to see more and more teams realize you can't win without one. And the problem is when they take chances though, and these chances don't work off, it sets your franchise back so many years. Look at Cleveland, <laughs> how many I mean, we could go back to the list of how many quarterbacks they've taken in the last 20 years. Dude, the quarterback that they took last year is not even on the team anymore. Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> you and I talked about it. We agreed he's good. Yeah. He's good. Like, yeah. look at Green Bay. Green, look at Green Bay, Tony. That's the classic example of stupid being stupid and smart being smart, isn't it? The Green Bay Packers are like, man, this kid's got a cannon of an arm. He's a damn good quarterback. He's just a couple of years away. So let's get him. We're gonna, you know, we'll get him for nothing, and we'll, you know, he's a top pick, first round pick. We'll get him for nothing, and uh, we'll just teach him behind Aaron Rodgers for the next couple of years, and then they could have a real talent. It's uh, yeah, it it, it is so crazy, uh, what's going on there. I I'll tell you what though, the NFL draft is going to be uh, amazing because if you all of a sudden now we we've gone away from having running backs going the first round, we got three or four of them, we got six quarterbacks. We might have, for fantasy players, a whole thing of positional players. All right, so let's take a look. Uh, well, I look forward to talking about the draft and uh, draft props and stuff. I usually do pretty well with it. Um, what do you got here, Tony? What are we going to do? We, we talked about the first lineup. Yeah, second lineup. Without the got? superstars. Without the superstars. So I got a lineup here uh, that doesn't have Westbrook and Harden. I gave the Westbrook-Harden one early in the show. Balanced approach. Damon Lillard, point guard. C.J. McCollum, the two guard. Johnson from Miami, 4,400. They got Wade out tonight and Whiteside. A bam, 3,800. Paul Gasol, no, Lamarcus Aldridge, 5,700. Eric Bledsoe, 6,800. Paul George, 8,300. And, of course, I hit the wrong guy at 5,100. Um, I uh, put in my lineup, and uh, I made a mistake here. I have to get my 5,100. <laughs> I put a player in. Lucky you had me read it off. I got Buddy Heald at 5,100. You like Paul George tonight, huh? Uh, yeah, I think he's a, a step below uh, Damon Lillard and C.J. McCollum, but he's right there. All right, so let's look at the best bets uh, of the night uh, tonight, Tony. Let's start off with the International Basketball Association. And I can't lie, guys, I was so focused in on March Madness. It's tough. You know, these brackets, you know what it is like, Tony, with March Madness? The brackets come out, and it's like basically people wanting all your Super Bowl picks and props on the Monday after the championship games. <laughs> no, no, it really is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, there's not even totals out for some of these games on some books. No. And, you know, what's no. your pick? What's your pick? And are you doing this and that? It's like, guys, I saw the bracket eight hours ago. I, I liked that Carton and knew that. He's like, all right, guys, we've had the bracket out for 16 hours here. So, 
you know, it's not like we've had you know a ton of time to break it down. But I was so focused on the college basketball, I didn't uh, take as much time to look at the NBA. Milwaukee Bucks and Memphis Grizzlies uh, this evening. Bucks laying seven and a half on the road. I don't have any interest in that, Tony. I'll tell you what, I do like the Milwaukee Bucks. Mine is it's up to eight now, at least. At my You're going to lay the points. You think they paced them on yeah, the road, huh? I think the Memphis Grizzlies have been so affected by injuries, and they're playing young guys more and more um, that this is going to be a game for the Milwaukee Bucks. San Antonio Spurs against the Rockets, double digits, 11 and no a half, interest. total 210 and a half. Leaning towards the over, but no interest in that game. Um, Sacramento. And Oklahoma City, 13 and a half. That's a lot of points, man. No interest in that game as well. I know. It's an ugly board. I, I lean Sacramento, to be honest. It's just too many points. And uh, Miami and Portland. Do we trust I, the Miami Heat getting six and a half? No. I, I like the Portland <laughs> side. Uh, with Wade, who's been scoring all their points, and Whiteside out, it's going to be tough for Miami offensively in this one. So, um, And the total's low at 208. I like Portland. All right, let me look at the college basketball because uh, they actually there was games earlier today already. I wasn't even aware there were games today. Like I was doing all my stuff, and then uh, I seen some scores going across. I'm going, what yeah, the like, hell what the is hell? going on? Yeah, even me, Tony, and I'm a degenerate. Even I'm like, what the hell was there a rain delay? What was there a flood on the leak? <laughs> Leak on the floor yesterday. They got to finish the big, big. You know what? They got to finish the big sky tournament. What the hell's going on here? Exactly. Hot San Diego tonight. San Diego, a ten-point favorite. I don't know. Considering that uh, San Diego Toreros just lost their head coach to a domestic uh, incident, Tony. <laughs> oh, I remember. I, I read yeah. about that. That was very interesting. That's the team. So they lost their coach. That's the only yeah. game I have left tonight in college. Come on, you're you're a New England guy. How do we not go with Hartford? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's crazy about Hartford is those kids, um, they don't necessarily, it's not a big school, and these kids don't have to go to school. Like, they're just there to play basketball even at Hartford. Well, the University of Hartford's not uh, exactly, uh, you're saying not it's not. up and up, yeah. It's not Harvard, you're saying? No, it's not Harvard at all. It's a commuter school. How about that? Well, you, you're, you're, you're a Bruin guy. What about the Hartford Whalers? Like, was that a rival? Did you hate the, oh, the yeah. Whalers? <laughs> we used to, I used to drive up there every time because it was cheaper to drive to Hartford oh, and yeah. buy a ticket than go to a game at the Boston Garden. And uh, in How fact, long of a one, drive is it from Boston to, uh, to Hartford? It was 90 minutes. And uh, I actually drove one time we were drunk, and I drove in. You know when you park in a garage and the gate comes down so you pay? I drove into the gate. Like, I had the money, but I was drunk. And so I drove into the gate. And uh, we just kept going. Uh, we didn't know what to do at that point. <laughs> Don't turn it back in. <laughs> the Hartford Whalers. Be great. They had one of the coolest logos. Just that whole franchise was just cool. Um, yeah, you know what? I think Hartford, uh, it's going to be tough. Like, San Diego aren't that good. Ten points is too many. This is a real, like, you know, this is... You know, this is uh, like a prison breakfast. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is gruel. Like, you know, remember the movie Escape from Alcatraz and they slapped the gruel on the plate? Like, yes. This this is heartless, a tough game, Tony. But there's no way in hell I'll be laying 10 points. I'll tell you that much. So you're a Hotford guy. I want to take the Miami Heat tonight, plus the six and a half. You're going to go with the Heat? Yes, I am. You're, gonna, you're living with Bam? Yeah. Portland are hot, Portland are trendy, but it doesn't mean they're going to win by seven. Miami are playing good basketball right now, Tony. They're a covering machine. Nobody's playing better than the Trailblazers, though, right now, huh? Miami's playing very well. They're both playing well. we got to get out of here. The music's playing.
Das kriegt ihr mal. Hardwit. <lacht>